Talk about everything under the sun about parenting. Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast. I'm really very happy and very excited today because I have like my first guest on my show. Although she's like not the first person I asked, but she's the first person that I'm interviewing now. I'm really very excited to have her. And I have Xing Yi with me today. She used to be a preschool teacher and she uh, was also five years as a principal. So uh, currently she has her own uh culinary school and it is six years ongoing now and it's called kitchen society so check them out on instagram because they really have some very rare like delicious food on the instagram <laughs> okay so without further ado today we're actually really going to be talking about like how we, we can actually forge good bonding like with our children through baking okay uh okay hi everybody um so I, I have been a teacher all my life uh, for about 20 years. So I had a career switch about six years ago when I started uh, to manage the Kitchen Society. So it was um, a very, very uh, natural progression. But at the same time, you know, it's something totally quite different. So, uh, but it, it's, uh, it's maybe, um, maybe you could say it's like my second passion, you know, a lot of people go through midlife crisis. And, <laughs> and then they, they did that lawyers will become cake shop owners, you know, uh, so okay, mine is something like that, you know, so, uh, mm -hmm. okay. Um, uh, kitchen society is actually quite, uh, in, it's, it's quite an incidental startup. Yeah, uh -huh. in a way that uh, it was never meant to be a, a huge plan uh, of um, a huge business plan. Yeah, uh, my husband Ed is a, a, a interior designer, uh, owner of uh, the design firm Dwell Interior Design. So he built um, houses, and he's most passionate about building kitchens. And so he has this uh, grand plan that he wants to build a live kitchen in his showroom. You know how most kitchens have a, a showroom kitchen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah, show yeah. you all the different specs and all that. So uh, he, he wanted one step further. He wanted to make the kitchen that he built in the showroom a live kitchen, a kitchen that can be used. And so he actually dedicated the entire space to build just the kitchen yeah and uh it took a while and when it was finally done um it looked very beautiful uh, it was a, it's a huge like an island an extended island you yes, know? yes yes uh, with, yeah i love with, your uh, kitchen <laughs> yeah thank you yeah uh, that's what a lot of people say yes uh, uh, <laughs> with all around the island yeah so and then he looked at it and then he had a being an entrepreneur, he had an idea. He said, why don't I use this space to build a community of people who love food? And so uh, he, he, he thought of this tagline called gather around because you have uh -huh. to gather around the item uh -huh. to do things uh -huh. together around the kitchen. So uh, that was when we uh, decided to launch uh, some culinary classes 
yeah so it was a, all very new food um food business uh, is is a totally new thing for us yes but food is always fun yeah so so that's how we started and then um then of course naturally uh somebody has to manage it and it, it can't be him uh so well i became the person and so that's okay. how we started yeah. okay so you actually move from being principal to like a owner now like what was the difference like you used to be like managing children right now you are managing more like your chefs and like the students are more adults as well yeah so yeah, so like how is it like do you prefer one to the other i think they are very different uh, that the whole environment is very different okay so uh i wouldn't say i prefer one to another um i'm enjoying what i'm doing now so but when i was in the school i also enjoyed my role very much so uh, managing a school is a lot more multifaceted. You know, there's a lot more mm -hmm. aspects to look into. And of course, a lot more people, you know, and uh, I, I would say more complex, more busy, right? Uh, but one of the obvious similarity between the Kishisa Society and um, running a preschool is that I have this direct relationship with all my clients. Mm -hmm. So in the school, uh, I, have, uh, I have direct access to the parents. All right, mm -hmm. and then uh, here uh, with my participants as well as the chefs, and actually this is the part that is the same, and this is the part that I enjoy most. So people ask me, uh, what do you like about running a preschool? I would say actually I enjoy the relationship with the parents the most. Yeah, ah. uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know, right? Some so people say, oh, so difficult, you know. I say no, but I've made many friends along the way, and. Uh, I, I think I, I really enjoy because especially if the parents are, are open to talk about parenting and all that, I find that very, uh, I find that it's a very rewarding relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So likewise, you know, with my cl clients now, uh, yes, I, I have a close relationship with the chefs because, you know, we have to meet and talk often. But it's again, it's the clients, you know, the, 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 the clients who have become friends uh, because of a common interest in food. Yeah, so I think that is, yeah, the most enjoyable for me. Mm. This is actually very, very surprising for me, you know. I'm starting to think like, whether like, my son's principal and vice principal actually enjoys the relationship they have. <laughs> because like, every time I go and talk to them, you know, like I'm like the involved <laughs> parent, right? So I always go yeah. and ask. Even one time, mm. right, uh, Samuel's principal said like, if you have any problems, like, uh, do let me know, which I know that you will let me know. And all she said that. Yes. She's like, usually you will come and let me know. I was like, oh yeah, of course I will let you know if I have any problems, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so what I, do you think about actually the current preschools? Like, because you know, like for COVID, like, yeah. do you think so, like, because now we have COVID, then all this stuff. So do you think so, like the teachers, they can like upkeep with like the social distancing that everybody is talking about? And mm. and then you know like there's like toddlers, they are like the eighteen months, sixteen months, they are like really, really very young ones. Do you yeah. think do you think so they actually can do social distancing? <laughs> and do you think so that they can manage like the stress of the expectations of like parents? Uh yeah. and even actually their bosses. Yeah. Like even the public, you know. Yeah. It was actually not a very easy time uh for the preschool teachers and principals. Yeah because they were under a lot of fire because everybody was debating about the school fees because yes. the children 
were at home and some people feel like they we should continue to pay the full school fees. So it wasn't very easy. And then finally, when the school reopened, it was really like the social distancing. Then people started to have concerns. Oh, will my uh, will my uh, kid be wearing mask when he is sleeping? Mm-hmm. Can he breathe? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, what, yeah, what, what, yeah. What, what do you think about that? Like, you know, the, the COVID, the coronavirus now with uh, preschool. Yeah. Yeah, whenever you talk about such things, it really, really will strike a chord in me. So I have had my conversation with my uh, colleagues, my ex-colleagues, and uh, the 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 late um, the person who took over the preschool that was running. So we had a long chat with lots of laugh, laughs, laughter, and tears. You know, uh-huh. over what uh, what a difficult situation it is for the preschool. So honestly, I I think it is most challenging to even do uh, home-based learning for mm-hmm. the preschoolers mm-hmm. and uh, especially the toddlers. I mean, seriously, I I was secretly very, very glad that I'm not a preschool <laughs> teacher. <laughs> I just want to I'm like, oh my, I want more running a preschool. I think I would die, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just trying to, try to make things happen. So, okay, it's very difficult. And social distancing, it's how you know it's almost impossible so yes of course there's a lot of stress and pressure and yes you are so spot on to say that the pressure actually just comes from the parents who are paying the full fees even though their parents are their kids fully at home you know Mm -hmm. and they are fully engaged uh, Mm -hmm. with them so it is a very uh i can totally understand why parents uh will be on a very demanding side uh, too because the school fees are so expensive, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so um, I think uh, the expectation is very heightened and that mm-hmm. makes the whole uh, situation very, uh, very tricky. So, mm-hmm. okay, I think whether they can... I, I, of course, I have also heard that like what you, you shared with me that the teachers are doing quite excellent job. You yes. know, like... Yes. To, feed y'all with activities online. Yes. So I, I think that's amazing. And uh, so I hope that uh, I hope that the, the schools and the management, they they will really support the teachers. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, by giving them uh, space, by mm-hmm. managing the parents well, so that uh, the teachers have room to create new things. So because I yes. think this is such a new, I mean, like, Zoom is a new thing for us. I think doing online activities for kids preparing is so new to the teachers. So they need mm-hmm. space and time to adjust. So yeah. I think we cannot expect them to just pull out something you know, immediately. So I mm-hmm. think that's where the management of the school got to also uh, educate the parents mm-hmm. yeah, without shrinking from their uh, responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. You will be quite familiar with home-based learning because you have two children, right? They were doing home-based learning during that season, right? Did, 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 yes. Were you involved in teaching them then? I mean, maybe not your elder daughter. La. No, I just... You just even, you the, even the primary school uh, kid is very uh, independent. independent because uh-huh. they are just given work on the, uh, what's uh-huh. called? On the platform to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay, so okay. home-based learning for primary school is okay, yeah. Actually, for my son, uh, uh, you know Levi, right? 
he also has have home based learning. No, did I tell you? As an infant, and, and he was only like how how old then ah uh, like then that he was only no. like six months old. Oh right, really, really. Yes. he also they, yeah. they so so it also depends on like what school your children are in. I realized because when I look at the chat, right? Obviously, you know, your mom, you have a lot of chat groups. They there are some schools that they only give you like a whole list of YouTube links for maybe the oh. like N one N two, but for our school. They actually really, really quickly within two days, just within two days, they came out with right. all the materials. They sent it all out. They yeah. even sent by mail. Like sometimes after one month, extended circuit breaker. They also send. Yeah. Then every day, both of my children have like online learning. If not, they have like greeting call. Oh, okay, okay. The yeah. only thing is now I have to do it with them. Hmm. Yes, you have Which to be like. Like you, yeah, you realize that it's a bit different because you don't know how to control them. Especially like <laughs> Levi is like so young; he tries to eat those pain and everything. Then you're like, how did the teachers do it? And they still take nice pictures, you know. With that, I realized that like, and also people start to like debate like, uh, okay, you know, when you are teaching the children in school, this is like one style. Uh, how am yeah. I supposed to like, like emulate the same thing at home? And then uh, right. there are people who say like, hey, you know, like when you are doing homeschooling, it has to be different. Because technically speaking, it was like really two months of homeschooling. Yes. So what, what, what is your opinion about that? Like, do you think so like home-based, like home-based learning from school? Uh, mm. oh, I'm sorry, let me rephrase myself. Do you think so like homeschooling should be different from how the children learn in preschools? School, yes. Uh, that's a very, very, very good question, you know. Uh, so okay, so we are not talking about homeschooling, which is a whole new ball game where the it's a very structured kind of learning where the mom is equipped to teach the child at home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so we're talking about home-based learning, like now, right? Like short-term mm -hmm. uh, kind of a solution. So I think uh, definitely uh, parents cannot replace what the teachers do in school. Yeah, because okay. and also uh, group learning is very different from individual learning. That alone will change the entire dynamics of learning, right? Okay. So, but home itself, uh, we all know that it is uh, the best school, the most yes. important school for kids because yes. that's where uh, life skills are picked up, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, as a mother uh, who is trying to engage the kids in uh, Sort of uh, meaningful uh, activities, learning thing, uh, uh, learning opportunities. I think uh, doing like uh, simple chores, uh, engaging in hands-on activities, using like existing materials at home, like you know, take out the pots and pans, you know, create rhythm. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, do pretend play, uh, reading. Like uh, when you're in the bathroom, you know, singing, dancing, you know, doing silly things, you know, and all these are part and parcel of education, right? And mm -hmm. the great thing is these are the things that sometimes school cannot do, right? Because yeah, yeah. in school, it's a lot more regimented. So by home, the kids are relaxed. They are, uh, they are open to you and uh, they are very themselves, right? They are very real, right? So, mm -hmm. um, so they may not be as structured. So home learning may not be as structured, but I think sometimes you'll be surprised that actually kids learn much more this way. Yes, yes. And of course they get like 100% attention from you. I, I actually heard uh, like, like uh, uh, there was this little girl, like she's, she's actually like one of my kids' classmates. 
she she was ha- having trouble like she she was like just an infant so she had to learn how to crawl then stand right. and walk right so she did yeah. neither she didn't she didn't learn how to crawl she also didn't oh. want to stand and then went through like two uh two months of like a uh, circuit breaker right and then she oh. came back she suddenly was like walking oh wow <laughs> Magic so, at home. So, so it's like, yeah, so it's like there, there are actually some progresses that the children made, like including like Samuel. They also felt mm-hmm. like he made like significant progress, like from how he behaved. And then after that, uh, he was also toilet trained. So they felt uh, like it was different. Like two months later, the children all like some of them actually made like significant progress because they yeah. were like always with the parents, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it shows that it's very effective, right? Learning at yes, home. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I actually really agree that. Uh, parents are the they should be like the main teacher you know you teach them about life it's just that I'm not sure like if I let Samuel touch my pots and pans I think we're one time you know? <laughs> <laughs> every time uh, I think no need to cook anymore he always tell me he wants to play use pots and pans I'll see that in his bedroom I think so, I think I also have to be very selective to what you let your your child play yeah, yeah, with yeah. at home yeah make sure you give him the old ones okay the old the old and uh, uh, yeah Sometimes uh, the, 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 the two, three years old, they can take things up to another notch for you, you know. They can. And they actually, it's really fun. fun. Yeah. So, okay, I know that when you were like teaching, you did a very, very interesting subject uh, when you were actually a preschool teacher. And this is really like one of the main, main reasons why we're actually here on this podcast and this episode so can you share with us like like the listeners more like what was this interesting subject that you did with the students and yeah okay um okay so i as a principal of, uh, of the preschool i actually uh do not go into the classrooms regularly to teach right uh so but i i i do take uh this uh part where i conduct baking sessions for the K1 and the K2 children as part of our enrichment program in the afternoon. So uh, it's a very exciting part of my, uh, my, my school life, you know. Uh, so I actually uh, got to develop the cookery curriculum from scratch based on what I want to do with the kids, you know. <laughs> That's one uh, benefits of being in leadership, right? Yeah, which is very nice, you know, and, and I don't have to follow any structure, like, you know, like in learning uh, language, you have to follow structure, math, you have to do this, okay, like cooking is like free for all. So I was very, very excited. And so, um, so I did, I started to design the cookery curriculum and I was very conscious to uh, make the lessons, um, uh, to, 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 to design the lesson in such a way that it would develop um, basic food handling skills. Uh, mm-hmm. ex- uh, exposure uh, for the kids to different categories of food, uh, to mm-hmm. learn the right language and uh, use the right words for food, and also um, generally to create, to instill in them uh, intrinsic respect for ingredients and food mm-hmm. and culture. Because food is so related to culture. Yeah. And so, uh, <clears throat> so therefore, in my class, you know, kids, right, when you give them something new, <clears throat> they will look at it and then you'll see, yee, what's this? Like, <laughs> you will say things like that, right? Like, and then, of course, they have to say, like, oh, this one looks like poo poo, you know? <laughs> yeah. Funny, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
they were always for sure, you know, get a stern warning from me. <laughs> because I don't, <laughs> I, know. I don't want them and I don't allow them to say to say that the food is yuck or uh-huh. ew. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I think uh it may be ew to you, but it's actually lovely to another person, right? So I want to teach them that um uh food is something that you need to respect. Because it may this food may be something in integral or an important part of someone else's culture. So you mm-hmm. don't eat and yuck other people's food, right? So um yeah, so it's 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 quite fun, you know. So uh and uh, so food education is really all about to me, it's all about exposure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the it's not so much of the depth that we want to look at, but it's the breadth mm-hmm. of knowledge for uh, especially mm-hmm. for the preschoolers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I love it, you know, and I love it when I witness how the kids come to you with zero, okay, from zero to be able to, to being able to handle uh, cooking mm-hmm. tools confidently. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and then when they start to, when you introduce something new, they start to make references to previous lessons or mm-hmm. experiences that they have at home. So this kind oh. of is very rewarding, you know, that, hey, they're actually now paying attention to the food that's around them, whether it's yeah. what they eat or what they eat, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, as a preschool teacher, I think the, the, the most fulfilling thing is when they begin, when they can start to read the recipes independently. Uh-huh. You know, like they can actually, uh, for those who are ready readers, they can actually read and uh, tell you what's next and help mm-hmm. their friends to read. So that yeah. one, I think it's, uh, yeah, I feel like, okay, like I fulfilled my uh, duty as a language teacher. You know? So was it very messy? Was it very messy? Because baking, were, you know, like the flour uh, and the... Uh, no, no, because I, I, I always plan the lessons rather carefully. Okay, you know, okay. I, think, um, I think when it comes to cooking, there's a lot of prep from the adult. Mm. So you need mm. to decide which part will they be involved in, yes, which part yes. will they not, right? Yes. And yes. Uh, how do you place the ingredients such that they will not have a high chance of messing it up? So yes. I find yes. that I have to spend time thinking through these before I start the lesson. Yes. And because I don't deal with just one, so I have maybe about 15 kids in a small okay. room so I, I I always group make them sit in small groups and uh, so it's very so in, in that way when I structure it properly it's not messy so do you have any like children they say like they don't like to do baking like they just they like don't. Eh, I don't like to do this you know like you know like in secondary school we always say like, hey, I don't want to do home econs you know, that yes, kind of yes. but yes. I, I mean it's different now because when you're secondary school students you are more rebellious but like yes. when you are like five six years old do they articulate like oh you know like I don't like to do baking because you know you know some cool um, <laughs> I guess I guess they don't dare to say you know oh, yeah. they don't <laughs> dare to say I, I don't want to do it I mean what's the general them? sentiment are they actually more excited when they approach yes, yes. this subject? They are, they are, because uh, cooking classes are very hands-on. So, you know, kids, they generally enjoy hands-on yes, things yes, more yes, than... Yes. They, they enjoy being involved. They enjoy. Than to be sidelined. Yeah, and, and because it also engages the senses, the smell, right? The taste, the touch, everything. So, it, it you generally, I don't think I have come across anybody who 
who hates cooking, uh, mm-hmm. the kids one. And um, but also I think, uh, but you can actually choose to make cooking very boring as well. Mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. how some teachers they just do okay today we're doing a cooking baking class yeah. and yeah. all the time they are doing everything. And the kids are just watching and like, like uh-huh. touching the floor, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's not a cooking class. I mean, it's a cooking show, right? So, um, so I think uh, it's how you engage them that we really uh, that will really determine how much interest they have. And um, I think it's good. So, but I I, I want to emphasize that uh, I think uh, how do you say uh, cooking classes can be fun. But uh, they must also be purposeful. Yeah, mm-hmm. they must also okay. be purposeful. And they must uh, learn and uh, be changed in their um, mindset towards things, even in mm-hmm. a cooking class. Mm-hmm. So maybe one of the things that's very common is not that they don't like cooking, is that they don't want to try certain okay. things. Because everybody comes from a different family background mm-hmm. and they are being fed different things, right? And so yes. when they see something foreign, I do get kids who say, I don't want, no, I don't want. They won't say anything bad, but they'll just say, mm, I don't want, you know. So uh, this is what I do. So uh, I, I don't want to lead, let them be, right? But yeah, I don't want to force them and say, no, you uh-huh. must try. So I always encourage them and I say that you, I give you a little bit, all right? You try, okay? Maybe mm-hmm. it's not your favorite. But you must try because maybe you will like it. How do you know? So, and I always give them the assurance. I say, after you try, if you don't like it, you don't have to finish it. You know, you don't have to finish it, but don't spit it out. I say, no spitting. (laughs) Swallow it, but you don't have to eat more or finish it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I say this to my own kids as well. And so this is how uh, we develop taste memory. You know, mm-hmm. so you know that the kid once upon a time have tasted, say, say something like, uh, uh, what's that called? Something like a uh, century egg. Okay, oh, which is like, uh, oh. I have a taste like, memory to century egg, you know. You have? Is it good? No. <laughs> I used to love century egg, but my mom, one time she gave me and my bro, right, this century egg, and it was like very, very spicy there. I don't know what it is, boy or what, no. And then I tried, I was very young then, so I tried telling her, like, like it doesn't taste like normal, the usual century egg, because right. I actually used to be okay with that, right? And oh. then she just kept forcing us. She just kept forcing us, she, she don't care, yeah. because we came from that kind of upbringing, right? right but right. ever since then, until today, uh, no, 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 no. I look at oh. it, I'm like, run, I will run away. So my taste I... memory is bad memories. <laughs> Right, see, so you have a better memory. But I know what you mean. Like, my mom actually does this chicken wings, right? She fries. And I remember one time I ate, like, this kind of whatever chicken wing from somewhere else. And then when I ate it, I actually looked at my husband and then I said, like, hey, this one tastes like like, the one that my mom do there. I should say something like that. And that will bring me back the memories of, like, uh, during the time when my dad was alive. And then uh, they will be, like, doing all these things during Chinese New Year. Right. Like it's like a once once a year thing that they will do. So you only get to eat the chicken wings like once a year. <laughs> Very precious. But I think yeah. it will affect the way you I think it will affect the way you view a good chicken wing in future. Yeah. Yes, you yes, know yes. what I mean? Yeah. 
because that's your taste memory. Yeah. So yeah. So I I, I think this is an important uh, thing that we need to let them have. So uh, at least they have a point of reference uh, when they start dealing with food in future. Like you know, like laksa. You know, when you eat laksa, you know you must uh -huh. know what it tastes like. Otherwise, you can't tell the difference between curry noodles and laksa, right? Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. at least they must know that the dish is like okay, legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So meaning so, to say, like for the children, is to create this taste memory that when they grow up, they eat like something that they baked before, and then yes. it brings them back to the memories of. You ask yes. them not to spit out the food. <laughs> Yes, but it helps them. Okay, so let's say they want to not just maybe uh besides the memory they have that's attached to the food, it gives them a point of reference that oh, uh something is wrong about mm -hmm. this particular dish that I'm making because that was not how it tasted like. Uh -huh. Then if if let's say they are experimenting with food, then it gives them the ability to actually create accurately. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And yeah, also, yeah. Uh, they also uh, learn yeah. to actually uh, appreciate, right? So, can you imagine, you know, we always talk about this. I always talk about this in my chefs, you know, that can you imagine if all our kids in this generation, they grow up only having taste memory of uh, cupcakes, donuts, cheesecake, like pizza, uh, nuggets, uh -huh. pasta, all right? Yeah, uh -huh. but they have no idea what jui uh, kueh is, tau hui, onde onde, Hokkien Mee, Nasi Lemak. Like, they have no idea because, mm -hmm. you know, we are so westernized these days, right? You know? Yes, and, yes. And so, can you imagine that, like, in their adulthood, they will not know, like, this is satay, huh? Kebab, is it? Is it kebab? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so, then, then they will not be able to pass down this whole culture that represents the Asians to mm -hmm. the next generation. Because they never had a taste memory. Do you understand? So it, that's how you know how it links to a bigger uh, concept, you know, of culture. Yeah. So Let me tell you a joke. Do you, do you, oh yeah, yeah, tell me. Yeah, I'll tell you a joke. This is a very uh, <laughs> a very funny thing. I recently I went for dinner and I witnessed this young mother sitting next to me. She was feeding the daughter with Oni. You know it's Oni, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Dessert, right? I know, I know. And I love this that. Little girl, it's nice, right? Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. So this little girl was only about five. And obviously, it's her first time eating it. And she came back again and again to the mother for the awning. So uh -huh. the mother asked that she liked it. And this is uh -huh. what she said. In a very cute voice, she said, Is it you like? You like, is it? This <laughs> one is Chinese ice cream. For life, that this is a very dessert <laughs> that I had, and now she knows it as Chinese ice cream. Like, oh, no. why can't she just uh, say it's only right, or at least say it's like yam or something like that? Or dessert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what I mean by oh my yeah. gosh. Then you know? thinking like, why does this ice cream never melt? Like, hey, I know, you know, like, sometimes my mom, right, she said some things to me when I was young. 
Then yeah. until now, when I grow up, I'm like, no, 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 I cannot go near that thing. Then my husband will be like, why you cannot go near cylinders? I said, because my mother said it will explode. <laughs> he said, why would the thing explode on its own? I yeah. said, I don't know. Every time I look at it, I think about my mother saying it will explode. And then now there's a whole truck of it. Oh my god. These words are so powerful. What our parents actually tell us. Yeah, so we need to use the right words. Can you go and correct her? Can you imagine she grow older? She eat and then she go and tell people, you know, you know, there's this thing uh, that's Chinese ice cream. Uh, I mean, it will be so embarrassing. Yeah. So, anyways, sorry, you were saying. Okay, so you personally, do you actually love baking? I don't want to ask you this question before, but I can't really remember your answer. Do I love baking? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay, okay. So your, your, your children also bake, right? My children bake, yes. Uh, my, my boy, my younger boy bakes. So he's baking on his own now, you were telling me, during circuit breaker. It's so, like he's so way yeah. to de-stress now. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think my younger boy has a bit more exposure to baking uh, than my daughter because I'm a bit more... Uh, I didn't have a helper... Uh, when I was, uh, I mean, with my daughter. So I was kind of rushing and doing household chores most of the time. But uh, with, with my younger boy, he had a chance to watch me bake. Mm-hmm. And of course, he attended the same preschool that I was uh, running. Oh, so really? Yeah. yeah, so he oh had a message for me as well. So uh, to him, it's, it's natural that mommy bakes, you know. So uh, as he grew older, uh, he, he began to uh, actually... Uh, like recently, he wanted to mm-hmm. do it independently. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I used to. So he used him. to do it together with you, it? Yeah, once in a while. Actually, not so often, but once in mm-hmm. a while. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's very, very uh interested in food. Okay. Yeah, actually, both my kids are. But for him, he's he's even more. So he actually watches a lot of uh, uh food food channels. Mm-hmm. He will eat Gordon Ramsay. You know the wow. way he okay. Food. Because we do okay. watch as well, like Master Chef and all that. So he, uh, he would uh, uh, uh. pick my recipe books and then he will pick and choose this one, mommy. This one, this one looks awesome. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I think there's wow. a, there, there's a, um, there's a natural interest in food. Yes. So they, they he, he bakes. Okay. So let me see. So, you know, like, for most part, okay, like, parents, they usually will let, like, at home, like, you know, like, we will let our children play with their toys, or if not, sometimes they watch some programs on television. So, but most of the time, parents won't really choose to cook or bake with young toddlers. So, young toddlers, like, really, like, really, really young, like, 16 months old, 18 months old, like, the play group level, because they feel like the toddlers, they cannot handle... Uh, mm. this kind of like high level activities and it will be very messy as I think this yeah. is definitely one of the like for maybe my, my children I think they will be like over enthusiastic they like maybe <laughs> want to do everything I don't know what they want to do but it's like everything that this just doesn't sound good so what would you actually say to that like like for for parents like can they actually explore bake, explore uh, baking with uh, like their young toddlers Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how can they actually assist them with that process? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, definitely they can. Uh, so I, I guess maybe from two to three years old, you can mm -hmm. actually expose them to uh to handling uh ingredients, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, so because for that stage is a lot of exploration. It is mm -hmm. not so much what comes out at the end in the, from the oven, yes, you yes, know. Yes. It's more of uh, them during the process, touching, tasting, oh. like, you know, it over the face, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's exploration. Yes. So parents must understand that the end goal, the end goal is yes. not that important, but the process is very uh, precious to the child. So yes. that one, uh, parents need to, uh, of course, uh, totally help, you know and be around them, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And just have fun, you know, playing with the ingredients. Then maybe at four, um, at five, they can start to bake along. Like you, mm -hmm. like that maybe mm -hmm. what you do, you know, you do some, some things and let's, let's mix together. And so they yes. can follow and mimic what you do. Then yes. uh, by five to six, they can actually do simple baking, proper baking, like really want to see the, the end result. Mm -hmm. So they feel mm -hmm. a sense of achievement, you know, for the five to six years old. So they definitely uh, can can do it. Uh, like I mentioned before, it is about planning. And of course, um, I think as Asians, we are also like that, right? We are so afraid to let go yeah. and be, let them be dirty and all that. Yeah. So I think we need to uh, relax. Uh, huh? We need to relax. And have reasonable, what's that called? Have reasonable expectation. Yeah. Yes, Don't yes. expect it to be neat and, 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 and all that. I mean, it's yeah, it's very frustrating. Actually, I, I can say this, but I am actually uh, quite controlling when it comes to uh, <laughs> I know. Having kids, I know. Yeah. Having kids to, to bake with me. I mean I'm quite controlling. Even today I'm like, Matt, that's my son, you know, I'll be like, Matt. Don't, when you scoop the flour, I say, don't pick the spoon. Scoop properly. Don't, don't uh, spill all over. I, I, I will still I see things like this, you know, yeah, because yeah. I, OCD, I, right? yeah, I cannot take it, right? You know, like you're not doing it properly, you know, but of uh, course he's older. Uh, but the younger kids, we need to, we need to relax. Huh? So maybe a good way is, I think, do it on the floor. Put a mat, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. contain the mess, you know, just mm -hmm. in one. Uh, space actually true story you know my first baking with Samuel right I actually did it on the yeah. floor because oh, at the yeah. time I think he just started to learn to like walk not long ago like mm. he was only 18 months very very young so sitting down on the floor is the best position so what I yeah. did was right uh he I actually got a premix mm. to not make my life miserable I think I got a premix or something mm. and then uh but you still have to mix with maybe a, a slab of butter or something lah so yeah. I, 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 and I remember it was blueberry muffins. So I got, mm. uh, and he was into blueberries then, right? Like the only fruit that I let him eat as a first time mom. <laughs> try everything also eat. So, so I gave him this bowl of uh, blueberries and then I told him to put it one by one into the batter. So he put yes. one, then he put two. Then suddenly he think about it, right? He took the whole bowl and then he poured it empty. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually shocked, you know. I was like, yeah, I never think about that. Yes. So, so that was actually my, my first baking experience with him was actually on the floor with like a picnic mat, you know. Then mm -hmm. my husband was like, huh, you use this one to go picnic, now you use this to bake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can la, can la, can la. Never mind la. So still yeah, there was God. a little bit of mess, but yes. it was still like 
pretty contained if you actually plan ahead like what you say so yeah. obviously with this kind of passion i really feel like um sometimes parents are very scared of toddlers because they feel that they are very young they don't know what is the level yeah. of their understanding but i came yeah. to realize that toddlers can understand a lot of things to the level of you are willing to let them try you're willing to give so, them the exposure so i yeah. came up with this uh book you know like this series like called big chef mm. and little chef it is a step-by-step -step guide that I have created for the parents. And with yeah. that, the child also has a pictorial recipe, right? Yeah. So what, what, what do you think of this kind of like school materials? Do you think so this is going to like help the parents or encourage yeah. them to like do more I, I mean, yeah, high-level activities? It's fabulous, you know, because I was just about to say, listening to you uh, having the experience of baking with uh, your child and what, a, a simple thing like what he did, pouring all the blueberries. I mean, that itself is a learning process for you. You know, I mean, so yes. what I want to say is that, you know, um, we, we, we don't think that doing baking is like, oh, I'm trying to teach my child. I don't think so. I think you are learning together. Yes. Then your whole frame of mind will change and you'll be a lot more relaxed for one, you know, and mm -hmm. then you will also have fun and you will not be so uptight. And I think um, we, as adults, we need to, we need to slow down. And baking helps us to slow down, right? Because now we have to uh, consider, you know, another person who's doing things with us. So when you say that you're giving, when you're giving them uh, like a, a video or a, a book, a recipe that's made simple, I think that is amazing. Because why do parents feel uh, that baking is so daunting because they essentially also don't have the right uh, resources, mm -hmm. right? You can't turn on the YouTube and bake along. I mean, it's too advanced for the It's difficult kids. because I realized that they also don't have books, you know, for toddlers. Exactly. Yeah. Like baking books have, for toddlers. They have, but uh, they have books for kids, no, but no, not yeah, They have for kids, like literally, like, like what you say, those re ready to read children yeah they have those yeah. then they have some cute like dinosaurs eating but they don't have like pictorial like literally for um toddlers to learn just a single word vocab yes no? yes yeah, right yeah so it's amazing if you can tailor it to this group this age group yeah because most of the time i mean parents are not teachers you know so yes. even when you look at a simple recipe they don't know how to tailor it to the kids and so then it becomes they feel very helpless so if mm -hmm. you if we equip the parents with the right resources to get started i think that is that would be yeah great it's actually very fun la. i i also not pro on baking and yeah hmm. i don't even have yeah. a baker i just yeah. i just do law you know like i think it will just taste out taste okay one you know, yeah. you have like a simple tray, then you pour, somehow you will just pong and then that's the yeah. last thing, right? Then cookie also just make into balls, then after that, I don't know, become flat, become big, I also can eat, can really, and they like it. Yeah. Like the most yeah. delicious thing he has ever ate before because it's like he never tasted it before. Yes, yes. You know? I mean, th th that's the fun part about baking with kids. I mean, they're so forgiving, right? Yeah. Yes. Anything that tastes no, they don't know what they don't know what is good. They don't know what is good. <laughs> yeah, they're not so discerning. They're not so discerning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the quality doesn't matter. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I know. It, 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 now that he's it, older, it's, uh, it's a bit different, you know. Now that he's like, yeah, older, uh, he will be. As they grow older, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it changes. Like when he was much younger, it was like you really can like you need to control him a little bit, like where you put the items. But yeah. now I still have to put the items away from him. Because like, you know, when you put two eggs in front of him, he cannot help himself, you know. He will just keep <laughs> touching it. And then he knows that he needs to break it, right? So he'll keep doing this. Don't break it, ah. Don't break it, ah. Then he'll just keep doing this. Eventually, yeah. after you do this like a hundred times, like, it's going to break before time. Yeah, so yeah, I still yeah. have to do this. But sometimes he'll be like, he's like very proficient. Mm. Although we have not like improved in our baking skills, but he's more proficient <laughs> to like the steps. That he needs yeah. to listen to instructions. Yeah. Uh, that he needs to wait. Then we need to do what, what, what. You know, the kind of thing. Then yeah. the, the, the recent one, he just did halfway. And then he's like, okay, I tired. <laughs> <laughs> I tired. I tired. You say, I tired. You know? So he helped me with laundry. He also like, oh. that day he helped me with the laundry. Just helping me to bring his own clothes upstairs, right? Because right, right. we stay in a duplex. And then he yeah. helped me to bring it to the father. The father will put it in the cabinet. He started right. panting, you know. He came down here. <laughs> oh, I need to drink water. I was like, okay, sure. Then after he drank water, he said, I'm tired. I said, can you help me bring this up to Papa? I'm tired already. What? I said, you're tired already? You haven't even done much. I said, I'm still helping you. Skyving at a very young age. Yeah, I, skyving. I'm tired. <laughs> He just say, I'm tired. And then he say, I stop. Then stop. <laughs> but for me, it's more like uh, the process. Not like, yeah. to, like uh, child labor or what. But it's more like the process yeah. of him understanding that he needs to be vested. Stay vested yeah. in the family. And, mm. uh, and yeah, that's altogether another topic. Okay. But it's interesting so, that when, when, they, when they do all these things, you can actually tell from their personality. You yeah. know, like what kind of personality are you, you know, that, I mean, you can actually say, I tired, you know, or some oh. kids, they, you know, you know, like some kids, yeah, they yeah. will die, die, they will finish the task, but some, they will like not even get started, and then some, they will do halfway, and yeah, so yeah. it's a, it's a, like a pre-sign of what kind of personality they have, you know. I feel like, I feel like Samuel is more like high EQ, really, because mm. like yesterday, he wanted me to accompany him upstairs for bedtime. I already said goodnight to him, but he came down again, as usual, right? Because they always support the sui one. Came downstairs, yeah. then he say, just sheepishly, he say, Mama, you go out with me? I said, no, I'm sitting here. You go out <laughs> yourself. And then, you know what he said to me? He turned to me, and then he very nicely said, you want to sit here? <laughs> I, then I said, no, I don't, I'm going out with you. La. Just wanted to well, reverse, reverse psychology, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. like, you want to sit here? Like he is not yeah. forceful, like he's not forceful to like uh you know, make a big fuss that he wants yeah. you to go up because he sort of know that he was already supposed to be in bed. Right. You know? right. So he's more like a bit high EQ one, uh, like you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, other yeah. stories that I shared with you before. Yeah. So what Thank kind of you. advice really will you give to the parents like before we end to like if they really want to try like baking, cooking, they wanna hmm. like expose them to more kind of more kinds of food. Uh, yeah. and respecting even like other culture because in Singapore we are like so like we have so many different kind of food. Yeah, we have nothing yeah. but we have all sorts of food. 
Okay. Yes. And money. <laughs> yes, money. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, what 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 advice will you give to them? Uh, it's it's really to uh to be a bit more uh uh conscious, you know. Uh, so uh be be um be conscious in imparting um uh values, you know, about food, like what you mentioned about culture, associating the food that they are exposed to to the culture, associating mm -hmm. the food to the right words. Okay, the right words. I, I emphasize a lot on this, yeah. And in mm -hmm. your conversations, okay, don't say, oh, is this how how does this taste? Nice, right? Nice, right? But why say nice only? Everything is nice. Or it must not be nice. more descriptive, huh? Yes. Be more descriptive. Like how is it sour? So mm -hmm. because um I I tried it out with my kids, you know, my son can come up with words about the food. That I didn't even ask for. I just said, how is it? Then he would just tell me, yeah, it's slightly on the sweet, you know, but after that, you get that sour at the end. Oh. Wow, like, like, how I did think you... It's even more, I think he's even more proficient than me, right? I, mean, I think like, I'll just say nice. I, 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 don't, I don't talk like that to him, you know what I mean? But it must be because of the exposure of the show. The influence. And also, but he hears, he listens to us when we talk, you know, about food over dining dinner, and then he actually pick it up, and it's a, it, it amazes me that he's actually trying to find the right words to describe. To describe. So my daughter doesn't cook and doesn't bake as much because she's very busy with her her schoolwork, but she is one person that is able to analyze the food so well. And because she has the vocabulary, you know, and she will be able to tell me and describe and sometimes troubleshoot, like, what's wrong with this taste? What is mm -hmm. missing from this food? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So all this is uh, uh, accumulation of giving them the words, the language, and mm -hmm. paying attention to what. So every time she eats now, you know, even though she doesn't, she's not very into making the food, she's very interested. She said, what is this like? Which country? Like, like what? Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. cuisine does it belong to? And she would say, "Oh, this cuisine. Actually, what kind of things do they use for this cuisine? You know, so you know, such things are very good because very it, curious, makes you, huh? it makes you a, a more knowledgeable person, right? Yes, so even yes. when you have conversations with people, you know, yes, new yes. people, strange, you know, yes. you you have something to talk about, and yes. it's not just oh, this food nice, this food not nice, you know. <laughs> which you know, which which I think yeah, it, there's, there's a lot more uh, huh, than than I need than to improve that. myself. As a parent, that's what you can do. Yeah, even if you don't do a lot of baking, cooking, as a parent, you know, you can still educate about food, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, in your conversations, yes. So yeah, today has been really very very uh enlightening for me. Although like this is a topic that we have actually talked about before. But it's always very fun to talk about things that we love and uh, about our children. Yes. I think it's always, always like the go-to conversation for parents. Yeah. So thank you so much for taking your time to share your stories with us. And I think this is, this is really very good because I feel like parents can really explore this kind of activities with their children more and yes. to be more accepting to how they want to exude uh, their creativity 
And yeah. I think at a very young age, the toddlers can really learn to practice good listening skills as well by uh, listening mm. to the instructions of the parents mm. through this activity. And for mm. the sake of the fun, because I, I know that a lot of parents will tell their children that, okay, if you are not going to listen, then the activity will have to end now. So mm. they will try to like behave a little bit more. Mm. And mm. I think most importantly, no matter what we are trying to create, you know, together, I think what parents really want to create and should look forward to create is memories with their children mm. so that yes. the children will always have something to think back upon when they grow up and it's something that they themselves want to do with their own children in the future. Yeah. So thank you so much today for your time. And I hope that you guys have enjoyed yourself like, and you totally have a different idea about what you're going to do with your children this weekend. So yes. one last thing as well, remember to check out Kitchen Society on their IG and also on their website, okay? They run the courses for the adults who wants to bake or want to cook. You can go check it out. And sometimes they also host private children parties where they will have like kids baking sessions. So if you are mm. totally running out of ideas of like what is the <laughs> next cool thing for your children's parties, mm. go to Kitchen Society, write to them, all right? So if you are a parent totally scratching your head, like what is your next big thing? Go check out Kitchen Society. And of course, look out for Big Chef and Little Chef. You know, it will be up and coming launch soon, soon, soon. And I will see you guys for the next episode. And once again, thank you, Singy, for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. If you like it, subscribe, follow, share, and like. I will see you next time for the next episode right here on The Parent Thing.